And welcome back to Talk To Us, where we're going to be talking about self-esteem. Yep. So I'm Stream Arcadad. This is Fiction Boy. And this is Whiplash Wolf. Woo! So today we're going to talk about a subject that is very... uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) my god. So today we're going to talk about a subject that is probably something we all struggle with uh, at some part in our life. Either we have struggled and we've gotten over it, or we're still working on it. And that subject is uh, self-esteem and self-appreciation. So, um, uh, to you, Fiction, what is your definition of self-esteem and self-appreciation, in your opinion? Well, self-esteem and self-appreciation, in my mind, are two different things. But I can start off with uh, suggesting that self-esteem comes with believing in yourself, having this, this mentality that you can do what you want to do if you believe in it. And not really let other people's opinions sway you further from whatever you want to do. That's usually how I would see it. With self-appreciation, you have to learn how to, I would say, love yourself. And accept who you are, flaws and all. That's the best way I could put it. But that's just me. What about you, Whiplash? What happened to your colors? Huh? He changed. He changed. Oh, what my. happened to? Do, do you so, uh, do you see this? So for the guys listening, uh, <laughs> Whiplash has now uh, royal blue stockings for both his legs and his arms, which they look like stocking. I thought I was just yeah. seeing colors. Okay, now he put on his oh, no. himbo shooter, <laughs> himbo shooter shirt. <laughs> Hooters. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, this is just my testing HR. Like two one. It's still short, so I gotta size it up. Okay. I got too much into that. So what was the question again? So what is what is the definition of self-esteem and self-appreciation in your opinion? Oh, self-esteem. Mm, to me, self-appreciation is something that a lot of people don't do enough of. I still don't do it, even with all that we do. Self-appreciation, I feel like, is you don't give yourself enough credit, even though people around you say that you do amazing things, or maybe you're, like, a lot of people have, which they have, you know, problems about their looks, right? And people will say that to you, and you still don't feel that way. We don't give enough self to us, or we don't give ourselves enough self-appreciation about ourselves, what we do, what we do with other people. We just don't see ourselves that way. Most people don't see ourselves that way because we don't want to, you know, take credit for something or be like, feel like you're better than someone else because of what someone else says. That's what self-appreciation? Yeah. It is well, to me at least. <laughs> that, that's the way I feel about it because I'm still the same way. Yeah. Well, self-appreciation and self-esteem are things that are fairly close, but they're not... Big- based off quite the same thing so self-esteem is knowing what you're good at what are your traits what your qualities but also acknowledging that you have faults too and understanding and working with them and it's the art of being able to take criticism and try to become a better person Uh, at some point with self-esteem and self-appreciation you reach a state where you know your worth you know who you are as a person, and you know you feel confident about yourself because that's who you are. I mean, a lot of us struggle through a lot of things in life, and that what's defined us. But having good self-esteem is finding what you can do and work with it. Hmm. Yeah. So, what for if sure. someone gives you um, like, is there like well, constructive criticism, and of course, there's also very negative criticism. I don't really how do you deal with that so somebody that will have a good amount of self-esteem will hear those criticism and they will be either like this is absolutely true i am an idiot 
I am this or after that. If you have a very low self-esteem, you will believe those criticism and actually accept them as the reality. Well, when you have self-esteem, you know that these things are not true and you will push them away and you will be able to fight those negative emotions that will surge from these uh, accusations and harmful words. Well, I believe self well, constructive criticism are not meant to be harmful. If anything, they're supposed to guide you into no. the way that could make something better. Oh, sorry. Did you mention um, uh, constructive criticism? What's yeah? Well, there is constructive criticism, and I said there is negative criticism. Okay, yeah. Okay, so what I said earlier was towards the subject of negative criticism. When you're somebody that has self-esteem, you know that you're not perfect. So you're able to take those constructive criticism and you add it to what you know about yourself to try to become a better person or work on these traits. There you go. Okay. So, and somebody that has good self-esteem can accept constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Some people don't know how to either, but you know. <laughs> no. That is, so people that can't take criticism can be generated by a few things but usually it's the people that have massive egos that are not able to take criticism because they're so confident about themselves that the only thing they believe in is themselves and if and they believe that they're perfect so when you're telling them that they're doing something wrong they don't take it because in their own mind they're perfect and ego and narcissism is kind of two things that are really close to each other so it's something to give, be careful about. I can give an example. Um, I had to do a, a written assignment paper for my psychology class, and I thought I did pretty good. However, when the rubric came out from my professor, she told me I didn't do so well. <laughs> so that was kind of heartbreaking, but Colton told me, you know, I needed to elaborate more and understand where she's coming from. Yeah. And sometimes students don't really take that information to heart because they thought they did hard enough. But when it's kind of when you put in the hard work into something and it didn't turn out that great to the professor, it breaks their heart a little bit and their ego gets in the way of that. Yeah. So usually professors are usually in a place where they have a lot of authority and they're here to tell you the right thing. But a good professor sometimes will make mistakes and it's really good when the professor can keep an open mind to suggestion from his students that is always a good thing because um, even even Colton told me that you don't write like a good researcher or even a good writer at that point but it's not him putting me down or anything but he's just trying to get me to understand that there has to be some improvement which I consider constructive criticism even though it hurt a little bit I understood where both of them were coming from yeah exactly it's like i'm not a good reader i am such a bad reader <laughs> i know in high school uh, or just throughout my entire this 12 years of being in school i was so bad i when florida we have a thing called fcat which is you know it's the florida certification pretty much for every school year that we have to take it so we can completely you know know how we're doing in our classes i it was awful at reading. Like, I did amazing in math and writing. Like, I got the highest score in math and writing every year. But when it came to reading, I got, like, a 2 or 1 <laughs> out of, like, 5 or Jeez. 6. Yeah, I just, I can't read because I fall asleep too easily. I, I know, know I have ADHD because I have to keep moving around. That's why I see me do this sometimes. It's just not me just being... It's not me just being cute to what people say. I'm just, I have to do something. If I'm not standing up. Okay. Yeah. So for the next, for the other thing, we we're talking about self-esteem and self-appreciation, but what about self-love? How would you define self-love in your opinion? Oh, what's self-love? I have no idea what that is. Well, it's still based oh, you're on still opinion, me. not based on fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was joking. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I still, I don't give myself enough self-love. Like... I feel like self-love is something a lot of people don't have unless you're egotistical like you were talking about some people. Like, they have self-love because they think they're perfect and nothing you say or do will change your mind. 
But a lot of people give themselves tough love because, you know, they don't see themselves as perfect. They sometimes, some people don't want to work on themselves because it's either too much or too hard. And there are some people who are fine with what they are, and but they won't, or know that they are these people that, you know, are, they have like the ego school set up, but they don't act like those people. Like, they know that they're fine, but... Where was I going with this? <laughs> They're fine, but they don't. Uh, but they don't act like those people. Like they still will take criticism and work on themselves. Like they will be these kind of people, and that's why I think I am. Is I'm getting to the point where I'm giving myself more self love because I've been working on myself for the past year and a half. Like it's been a change from before I met you guys for sure. If you would have met me beforehand, I was really introverted. I. Didn't care about exercise at all. I didn't care about my looks. I didn't care about my interaction with people and what I did. And then it just all changed. And I'm glad every day I do it. And I still know I'm not egotistical about it, but I know I can continue working on myself. And I try to every day still. It's hard, but the more you go about it, the better it gets. It can be Thanks. a lifetime's work for some people. It can click for one person the next day and it can take a whole life. A whole life cycle for somebody to actually fan. And some people, they actually, some of them has passed away without having reached that level. But I think everybody has the potential to do it. It's just you need to put some work into yourself and believing into yourself. What about you, Fiction? So, what, what do you think self-love is? I think self-love is also pretty much loving yourself regardless of flaws and all. Um, it's whether or not you can improve on your own flaws or not because you know there is some flaws that you can recognize from yourself that are not great to some people because you know we all have that one thing about us that most people don't like and that comes with learning how to do it because there's some people in our lives that probably didn't really teach us the ways to or how, what are the social cues and stuff like that when things could, like, yeah. for me, for example, I am terrible at social cues, which <laughs> I am currently work. I'm working on them because I want to, not because someone told me, it's because I want to be a better version of what I was before. And learning how to grow from these experiences and getting wiser of it and is a, a, a pathway to self-love when you figure yourself out as the years go by and the whole journey of trying to figure yourself out every single day it doesn't matter how old you are you still don't 100 percent have everything about you focused yeah and i think that's the beauty of it the journey of trying to make you know love yourself more every day by improving yeah. Not the destination, exactly. it's the journey. It is. And we all have long journeys, that's for sure. So to me, in my opinion, I think self-love, the way I see it, is loving the person that you are. Like, either mentally how you are, but also physically how you are as a person. And some people are gifting, are gifted with having better looks, better body shapes, or better, like, personality, or a deeper voice, or sexy, or this, or whatever. And it's finding and understanding that you can't be all these things, and you need to learn your, to, you need to learn to love yourself for you, who you are. When you wake up in the morning, and you go brush your teeth, or you do your morning routine, and you stare at that person in the mirror, being able to say, like, I love myself. I'm a good person. At least I try to be. And it's being able to see that into you, not only on the surface, but inside. And it's some, I think it's the thing people struggle the most. Some people, I think everybody has the potential to be a beautiful, amazing, incredible person. But you have to believe in yourself first. And if you're worried about the looks, I think everybody has the potential to be pretty. Just give yourself a minimum amount of hygiene. If you see that your hair is long and you don't like it, go to a hairdresser, brush your teeth. You know, it, you don't have to go to like a plastic surgeon and have your body remade or go to the gym to be buff or to be skinny. I think like we use the word fat 
and stuff with like negative connotations. I mean, being fat is not necessarily a bad thing. It's like the word poppy fur. At the base of it, the word poppy fur is not a negative thing, but it's been associated to negative things from negative experiences. So to me, for people, I like to say fluffy or have curves. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. And whatever you look like right now at this state, whatever you look like, you're at least perfect to at least one person in this world. Perfect in every single way. And that's being minimalistic because in real life, there's going to be way more than that. And a person that that has the self-love and self-esteem puts out an energy that is contagious, that people can feel. And automatically, you'll see people will start to surround you and want to know more about you and spend time with you. But you have to believe in yourself first and love the person for who you are. We all have faults. We all have little things that we don't like. I have this, like this, I don't know, this, like this little fold of skin next to my eye or this curve on my body that I don't like. But you know what? There's going to be somebody out there that's going to say, you know what? I find that cute. And I think that's adorable. And I wouldn't change a single thing about you. That's when my... That's why I think about self-love and self-appreciation, uh, self-esteem. He really got into that one. <laughs> oh, I got to. I really did. <laughs> you did. I'm passionate about the subject. Because I've I mean, seen not so wrong, many though. people struggle sure. with the subject. I want to help out. I mean, you're not wrong. A lot of people, I feel like when it comes to self-love, a lot of it just deals with looks. Like, that is the main thing altogether. Yeah. Like, it comes to looks... And in the furry fandom, which is great, looks really don't matter to anyone. Except for, you know, a certain few people, of course. But looks is not really the number one thing when it comes to the furry fandom. It's personality-based, which I am the same way. I, if your personality is fine, great, we're going to get along. If you're, sh I would always tell people if, if you're working out to, like, if you're working out not for yourself, then you're doing it wrong. Because if you're working out to look good to other people, you're not really going to be happy. Nope. Exactly. Like, I like working out, because, I mean, besides the fact, it, with the attributes to working out, I mean, of course, people will find you more attractive. I'm not saying to do that still, but to do it for your own person. I if, I do yeah. feel better every day I wake up, because it's, it's nice just waking up and just, like, feeling, like, muscles, like, grow out, and knowing that you're working better on yourself, becoming healthier, and just doing all this for yourself. Yeah. Which is what I love. I mean, like, I remember back at school, the guys that would catch on with the girls were the one that would go to the gym and they were super buffed and ripped. And you know what? All, that's what all the guys did. They went to the gym and they tried to be ripped. I was this twinky boy, 90 pounds when I was like, when I, when I was in what? I was 14 years old, tiny boy. And I had no self-esteem. And I was like, I'm never going to catch on with anyone. Nobody's going to love me because I'm not ripped like these dudes. But I'm going to follow up that story with something in the future, but we'll keep it that. Even then, when I so, was the, I was the jock too. But the thing is, is that imagine only people liking you for how you were to a football team and nothing else. Yeah. That's depressing. Actually, yeah. Actually, it's kind of funny. So you I were mean, a twink, you were the jock, and I was a fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> so see, we all have got different backgrounds. But if you plan on changing something about yourself, don't do it to please others. Do it because you want to do this. Like, if the fact you're overweight makes it so that you're always, like, kind of tired when you go upstairs and you want not feel that way anymore, then go to gym, but not to be pretty because you want to feel good about yourself. It's the same about, like, if you want to grow a beard or you want to put on some certain clothes or have a certain hairstyle, you do it because it makes you feel comfortable with your own body. And... Whatever your look, I think everybody has the potential to be per to have to look beautiful and amazing. Yeah, make yourself love yourself. Don't do it for anyone else. Because if you do it for other people, then you're just trying to be a people pleaser, as I would put it as. Yeah, nobody likes to be around people like that. Yeah, and it's because not it comes off as healthy. Fake. It comes off as really fake, and that's one of the one things I would never find attractive about people. Exactly, and yeah. like with what we I do, I can't like, stand it. I can't stand fake either. I hate exactly. it. I absolutely hate it. 
And like anytime I meet with new people, like I just be myself, like because that's what people want to see from you. They want to see you be yourself, pretty much. Not someone who's just putting on this skit to be, you know, uh, just be the person that you are that they know you from, like uh, our TikToks or streams or stuff like that, or the show. They just want you to be yourself. Like, because, yeah. I mean, there are some people who do that, and I'm like, eh. It's like, I'd rather know the person you are, besides the person that we know you for. Hmm. Um, There's what's another thing. There was another thing that I've learned from our Colton buddy over here, and something anybody should learn from. Colton taught me an important lesson about things, and that is... If you are 100% authentic to strangers and you don't even know, the problem is that most people is that when they're introducing themselves to new people, they don't really let everybody know who they are. And Colton taught me the ways of understanding if you just give people your 100% self the m without really any expectation, the more people will want to be around you. And if they don't, well... F them, that's what he would say. Because <laughs> they're not they're not comfortable with being themselves around you. You know, 100%. I, I totally agree with that. Honestly, me, when I meet somebody at first, right off the bat, I'm 100% me. I tend to not have any filter when I'm talking, and it freaks out mm -hmm. a lot of people and it scares them off. But the ones that stay, they stay for a long time. Because they didn't find me out over 10, 5, like 5, five 10 months. They found out me right off the bat and they knew, they know who I am. And I think it's important to be transparent. But there's another thing that you mentioned. It's like, oh, this is me. This is the way who I am. It's important to be true to yourself. But there's, I've met some people that were like, they had, they were really like mean to some people. And when they say they would I would confront them about it like why are you so mean to this person he didn't do anything wrong and the person says well I'm just a grumpy old person or I'm this bitch sometimes so deal with it or go away I'm like no no that's you can't do that that's not good I don't think it's acceptable behavior it's I, to me it's very selfish it's like I don't care what people think I'm just gonna say whatever I want and I'm gonna be careless about it and hurt other people's feelings no that's not okay I don't agree with that I'm guilty of sounding oh. off putting at times and I don't mean to <laughs> I mean same <Well>. same <laughs> I remember you and I had a talk and you told me you didn't like how I said one thing about something I I forgot what our talk was about I don't know and you were yeah really and I didn't really I'm not bringing it up a word you said no it's because I said it's the lol I said lol and you were not happy with it did I I can't remember you were saying, I mean I don't know came, you said it came mm -hmm. off as condescending did I you did because it's I a, because I realized that I realized I didn't realize I was but and but from your from your social perspective if there's a serious topic that we're trying to talk about and I say lol to it it doesn't like I'm acting taking it seriously and you think that was condescending maybe I was just a little upset today that day not with you but with something else and I just came off that way like that's my yeah, bad that's... if that's the case but I know it's <laughs> one thing like when people have like a bad day they might come off as condescending to other people when they don't mean it which i mean that's unfortunately a thing that happens to all of us and we can't control it like unless you can't control it then go on you <laughs> to me i can't control it it's more of a well, thing you, you just have to understand social cues that's all yeah, yeah. Well, i mean if you yeah. do something wrong keep an open mind even if to you it doesn't make any sense why they're criticizing you or they're hurt about something you said even if to you it's like, well, I just said lol, it was just a joke. But to them, they got hurt by it. Just apologize. You're just going to win their respect by doing so. Don't have like this massive ego and like be like, oh no, I didn't do anything wrong and keep your hand at the bar. No, just, you know, pick your fights. Is it worth it to argue with this person? Just admit you did something wrong and it'll be fine. Usually that's what I do. If I'm the first one to do a lot of mistakes like that, like I would say something, I said something completely like really mean or hurtful or care uh, 
careless and I didn't even realize about it. And I always tell people like, look, I'm not perfect. I do mistakes. If I do something that bothers you, and I've already talked to some of the, the guys out here and people backstage. Like, if I do something wrong, I really apologize. Just let me know. And I'll, I'll, I'll admit to it. And I have some people I've, I've done things that I wasn't proud of. And they came to me. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know. It's a very touchy subject. I'm not going to do it again. Just admit your faults. Having good self-esteem, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Anything else you want to um, discuss? Well, first, I want to mention something. Uh, so, guys, uh, we need to ask you, uh, make sure that you follow, like, and subscribe on our channel on YouTube. And also follow us on our um, audio media platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, what are the other ones? Google Music? We have a few of them. Google. So make sure you check in the link description. We have a link tree linking to all the different platforms we're on. Uh, so if you're listening on an audio platform, just follow and like us. If you're on Discord, uh, Discord. <laughs> if you're on YouTube, you, oh, yeah, give us a yeah. like, a share, and put a comment below if you want to. Um, so yeah, uh, for the question click of the, the bell week, for notification, click the bell for yeah, notification yeah, to click. stay updated with our videos. <laughs> Yes, you'll get a notification. Uh, our audio podcasts are always uh, been uploaded on Tuesdays, and the video episodes on YouTube are being uh, uploaded on Wednesdays. Good job. And also, let's go for the question of the week, which is... Oh, <clears throat> I'm having scrolling. Question of the week. Do you practice good, uh, do you practice good self-esteem practices? And if so, what age did you start doing it? So that's going to be a good one. It's something we're going to talk about later. Probably. I would say... I think everybody learns self-esteem at different paces of their life. Me, personally, I think it's more of an extra challenge. Because <laughs> mm. I didn't understand social cues that much because I was always that one kid I was playing video games when I was in between elementary and middle school. You know what, I think life. we should <laughs> I think we should go back before we enter this one. I think there's a question, a point we should address, which is um, what is your current level of self-esteem and self-appreciation at to this day? And why do you think it's currently at this level? Okay. I would say there's always room for improvement no matter what. No matter who you are, there's always going to be something that you need to improve. Yes. Me, I've 100%. said this before, social cues is one of my biggest struggles. And it's more of an extra challenge for me than most normal people. Some people can pick it up, no problem. But for me, I'm, it's because I, I lacked a lot of friends growing up between elementary and middle school. I didn't really go out that much when I was that little. So it's still, and I did more of it in high school, but still, it was still difficult for me to do things correctly. And I'm still learning that as an adult. I probably will maybe be better when I hit maybe my 30s. That's one of <laughs> my things fair? that I struggle with. <laughs> when I was still your age, which I'm like, gotta make myself so much older. I'm only two years older than him. But when I was 25... <laughs> I, I was still pretty blatant to social cues. Like, I just started getting better at them over the past year and a half. Like, now, to me, social cues are, like, I see them like a train coming at me. <laughs> it's pretty easy to spot out social cues now. But back then, I was so blatant and so, like, nonchalant on what social cues were that I never caught them when I saw them. But, yeah, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, for sure. Yeah, I gotta say my self-esteem level is it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm not perfect. I mean, I got my faults, but I've I've had a moment where it clicked for me, which I'm gonna mention at the end of part two of this episode, uh, because this is gonna probably gonna be a long story. But mm -hmm. I feel it's pretty good. I've made mine pretty at a young age, and to me, what I struggle with was. Um, loving myself for who i am like i didn't feel like i fit in i had a hard time making friends i felt like a reject at school and then i started to you know oh, i don't know how to put this it's kind of hard to put in words he joined but, the furry fan uh, because he felt like a misfit <laughs> no actually no it's not because of it <laughs> actually that's most of the time that's how most people come in 
Yeah. So one of the good thing of the furry fandom is, is it, the, the, the fact that we accept everyone. But are you sure? I came in because uh, Lola Bunny was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally oh gosh, stumbled I could upon talk it. about this for a while. <laughs> oh god, I I'm struggling to explain what it is for me. I mean, I know my qualities. I know my faults. I've been complimented on them so many off so so I used to tinker a lot when I was a kid. And I used to make a lot of stuff and people would go to me and be like, "Oh my god, you're so smart. You're so clever." And at first I was like to me it was like nothing. It was eh, whatever. I'm just making these things. I'm like, "Uh, eh, doesn't matter." So but modest. I started like to uh, yeah, but I, then I started to like, you know what? I started comparing myself to other people and in art class when they were making thing, I would compare myself to me and to them and I was like, "Oh god, I am different." And I started like uh, it kind of feels like it's really hard to explain without sounding like a narcissistic person or like but I started to believe the fact that I was actually good because my father, when I was younger, um, he would go through a lot of stress and he would wail on me verbally saying I was worthless, I wasn't good for anything. So my self-esteem was very low. And I, I, I was making things, but meh. and I didn't feel like people were paying a lot of attention when I was younger. So I can, I think that I kind of lack it even today. It's probably why I make content online because I appreciate what the comments people are saying. But you know, being brought down by my father a few times. I mean, it's not a major issue. I still have. I'm a very in a very good relationship with my father. But during a certain phase where he was going through a lot of stress, he would wail on me, and it really hurt my self-esteem. And then getting those comments and feedback from people allowed me to rebuild myself up, and I started be more confident about myself. And I started putting out this aura, and then I started making friends. And but social cues was something that I struggled for a long time because I was a reject at school. I had no friends. Nobody wanted to hang out with me. I was the weird one at school that would do those weird things. So I can say I've completely changed. I think just the fact that knowing that I'm, because I was weird, I didn't really have a lot of self-esteem, but oh my God, it's really hard to explain. I don't know if this made any sense at all. Mm-hmm, it's okay. No, yeah, you're good. You're good, trust me. It's all there's a lot of things that we can exp there's a lot of things that we probably could talk about that we don't really know the full explanation ourselves hmm. sometimes it's okay not knowing the answers right off the bat sometimes you figure it out later in life yeah so yeah like so I mean so yeah. huh? <laughs> like I can probably ask a question about why uh I was to probably bring up an explanation that I probably never understand about Whiplash is uh, how he's so comfortable wearing a Hembo Hooters outfit, and I don't have the courage to do it. Uh, I admire that. You want to be? You wanna, I admire okay. that. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing: is it's not based on like anything ego, like ego-wise. It's just like I'm more comfortable with the way my body looks. Like I have muscles now. And I'm not afraid to show them off. Like my gut's not big. I'm not afraid to show that off. So I, it's just where that comes from, honestly. And, and honestly, it's freeing. Like I don't wear it anywhere else except for furry conventions. But to be fair, as we see it in the furry fan, I mean, one who has like arm warmers or leg warmers on are usually considered the fan boys. But I do not it you. mainly. No, I just do it mainly for fun because I make it work, to say the least. <laughs> and you, you've seen it. I somehow yeah. make it work, but it's funny because I'm not exactly what you think I'd be wearing that stuff. Like I have Ooh. a Himbo Hooters shirt on. Well, my shirt says Himbo Hooters, doesn't say Fanboy Hooters. That should be yeah, like the gift yeah, right there. <laughs> what was my mistake at the first, like at the first episode I joined in? I, I I called you a femboy hooter, but it was like, no, 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 that's not it. <laughs> exactly. That's why I have it. Like, of course, everyone's gonna see that. And be like, oh, it's femboy hooters, and no, there's hembo hooters out there, just in very smaller terms. You two technically would be hembo hooters too. Well, not technically, you would so. be. So what is hembo? Oh. It's like bimbo, Big, but hembo. Yeah, just think uh, of Bimbo but Himbo. Yeah, pretty bimbo. much. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something. Is there anybody that you guys are aware of and or you possibly know that loves themselves 
and are comfortable with themselves. It could be someone you know, or it could be someone you probably look up to. See, the thing is, it's kind of hard to answer because what the image they're projecting out there versus what they real are, really are can be different. I could think of one person. I don't know for me. Uh, give me time. Come back to me. I'll think about it. He, you want to get? You want another? I'm pretty sure you know who he is. He, I don't know him personally, but I'm aware of him based on his mm. stories of how he is as a person. He knows how he is as a person. Whiplash, you know him. Well, you're aware of him. You don't really know him, know him, but you've seen him before. Wait. Who is it? His last name, his, fir his first letter starts with an S, and his last starts with an O. Mm. Steve-O. Yeah, I... Oh, Steve-O. Uh. <laughs> Good oh, one. I, I... <laughs> I, I <laughs> wasn't thinking of Stevo. I think I got someone. Stevo is I, very comfortable with himself. Oh well, yeah, Peter's thing is on. Ja I feel like if you're on Jackass, you have to be comfortable with yourself, regardless. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the yeah, crap they sure do. I mean, do. like, like I mean, look at Preston. Like he's comfortable with himself, and obviously, like on people's you know terminology when they see someone, like. They feel like people who are like that size are not comfortable themselves, but Preston proved otherwise. <laughs> okay. I know one. I know. Who's that singer that says uh that sings in a minute gonna need a little minute sentimental in a moment? Who's that person? What's the I have no idea, but I know the song. <laughs> I know the song too. So so I had Andres here. Lizzo. 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 I don't know if she is really, but the fact that she's a above weight uh, woman, average weight woman, and she's so comfortable and she dances and she put herself out there, to me, the energy she's putting out is that she loves herself just the way she is. And to me, I find that amazing and super attractive in a person. That she projects projects this amount of self confidence, like she's real. She doesn't fake anything. Like that's my body, that's the way I am. I'm gonna put these sexy ass clothes, and I'm gonna put myself out there and have a good time. Like high respect. And oh, Ryan yeah. Reynolds <laughs> exactly. would be my second one. There's uh, well, so Ryan Reynolds I, is he's like everyone's. <laughs> he's yeah. like everyone's number one, number two. The reason I mean, well, if the I reason would why cosplay, I, I would do. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Um, so the reason why I said Steve-O is because we all know when we think of Steve-O, you don't think of a... He's not a gay man. We all know that. I think of a uh, firecracker, firecracker going out of his asshole. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the thing is... With Bam. He also... He also um, chug, butt chug, beer in his butt. I mean, that was the other thing. Oh. Uh, I remember that. And apparently, I don't know... <laughs> That's cold enough. I know this, but apparently but, you get drunk faster that way. I don't know how that yes, works, it but it is that's so weird. The thing is, though, I realize don't, do <laughs> don't do that at home. Don't do that. Don't condone this. Don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> that Steve-O wouldn't make sure you wouldn't condone that either. But the reason why I think Steve-O is probably the the person that is so comfortable with himself is that I saw a Twitter picture of him, and I follow his Twitter because I like his stuff. They're, and make sure you're, they're going to probably blur me out for saying this, so good on you, Colton, if you do. He has a mask. He takes a picture with this guy, and the mask is his mouth. It's literally his mouth full of semen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're probably about to say because Steve has a big dick, and he doesn't care about that. Oh, my God. No, see, no he literally has cum in his mouth with a mask, but we all know he's not gay, so he's comfortable with his sexuality to make jokes about that. That's what I'm saying. That's when I realized he's very comfortable oh. with himself. Another person would be Aaron Henson from Gingrams. He makes gay oh, yeah, jokes true. all the time because he's so comfortable with his body and his sexuality that he doesn't feel like he needs to prove anything to anyone. That's self-esteem right there. I yeah. love this guy so much. He does the stupidest thing ever in the hopes to make people laugh, and he doesn't care what he looks like. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. I really like that guy. He's funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> oh, the Game Grumps compilations. I keep watching them when I'm working on avatars and stuff. <laughs> They're so good. Game Grumps. Yeah. Uh, I need to watch more Game uh, Grumps later Nick. on. I need to watch more Jack. Right? Uh, true, true. I need to watch more what was it? South Park. Did you see the anyway. Oh, wait, that's right. There's a new movie now, isn't there? Yeah. I completely watch forgot. <laughs> no, absolutely. So yeah, that could be something like in the question in the comment section below in the YouTube video. Uh, either you answer the first question we mentioned, or you can mention to you who is your model for self-esteem. I think that would be a good one as well. We would love to read your comments. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> also, one little quick message. We'd like to tell you guys that we uh, have uh, a Twitter. We also have a Telegram community group. And we also have a Discord chat that you can join us and uh, have a chit-chat with us. We sometimes hang out in voice chat if you want. If you see us, one of us online, don't hesitate to, uh, you know, join the call or write a little something. We're very friendly. I mean... We're just human beings here. We're just casually casual people just making content, having a good time, and we love to interact with our community. So <laughs> feel free to do so. So click in the link tree in the uh, doobly-doo below, and you should have a link to literally everything we mentioned earlier. It's a, it's a button. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's a just button. a button, yeah. Push the goddamn button. button. <laughs> I will say this. That is one thing, like, anytime I come across someone who's, like, a fan of what we do, they're always, like... I was like, oh, I was just nervous to talk to you because you're like this TikToker. I'm like, I'm just a normal person who makes stupid videos. <laughs> just come up to yeah, me whenever you want to. Yes, I'm just a normal person. I love talking with people. And if you're a fan of the video, just come talk to me whenever you want to. I'm like, I will. If I'm talking with someone else, like, I'll talk with them too. But also talk with you. Just join in on the conversation. <laughs> people need also to also learn. People need to learn that just because we make content, and yeah, we have a big following because of our content. Uh, people need to understand that we are not gods. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. weird seeing us like that. Um, if you just learn to talk... Now, if there is somebody that wants you to treat them like they are one, and it's very self-explanatory based on some things I've seen from furries, like, I've seen one where I went to this... It was supposed to be someone's special day, because, you know, they got a date and shit. And uh, this is kind of eagle stroking a little bit to me. It's pretty obvious. I went to their world. It's supposed to be their big day. And then you see the guy that I invite him to his world. Big popular furry too. But I'm not going to mention his name. Big popular furry. He has his own world. And there's a big ass fucking statue of him. And I'm like. What the <laughs> hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> and it's supposed to be the other guy's special day, but we're mostly talking about him. Then I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to get pissed off. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that I was kinda, mm, I'm, I'm kind of guilty of that. I used to have two statues of myself in my first ever world that I made. But I put it just like as a reference, like if you see this name, this is what I look like. And I had my two versions because I used to be a German Shepherd before an Arcanine. That's when I, before I learned Unity and Blender, I didn't know how to do an Arcanine, so I did the German Shepherd, which is the closest thing to real life. And I put it there just, like, as a reference, but I would never do, like, a stone marble statue that goes all the way to the roof. I've actually deleted this world, so don't look for it, you won't find it. <laughs> yeah, those people are Bad Arcanine. Yeah. That, huh? Oh, I kind of felt like it was like, okay, that is a bit egotistical. I'm going to put that down. That's not okay. <laughs> or the ones that kind of brag about having a uh, suite, even though they didn't really do anything to earn it. I'm talking about the recent thing about the, uh, the con oh, the of the situation. Uh, yeah, and then there was people fair. bragging that they, got, they were bragging they got the suite from the room. I'm like, and they're a popular furry and shit like that. I'm like, dude, didn't do anything really to earn it. You just got lucky. You know, you didn't pay for you know, that kind of thing. It's just like, I mean, yeah, okay. After, I mean, I'm it's cool. Lie, even though I know MFF's like the biggest con and everything, but after what they did with the room lottery and like, it's weird because, you know, they have all these rooms, right? Where are all of them at? Because most of the furries I talk to don't even have a room. It's like, 
Where do they all go? Like, yeah. the entire hotel just has, like, five rooms available, and that's it? But, like, this little thing with MFF, I don't even want to go to MFF anymore because of it. No one no, do AC either, honestly. I'm going to come back on subject. Um... Some people can have in uh, can have uh, can have self-esteem in both positive and negative ways. Usually called ego. Why do you think some people have those massive egos versus having high self-esteem? Uh, give me come back to me on that one. I let I bless uh, you though. I mean, <laughs> having like just. I feel like something you have to come back to me on too. Like I have like something in my mind, but I'm not sure if it's the correct thing to say at the moment. And I'm gonna overthink <laughs> it myself. But I mean, passive egos are. Yeah, you do yours, Arcadet. I know you want to talk about it. Well, I think when you when you have like a big a high level of self-esteem, when it goes too far, it becomes ego, where you're so confident about yourself that nothing else matters. Like I mentioned a bit earlier, you think that you're perfection because you believe in yourself so much that you have the ultimate explanation to everything. And a lot of people, they have mass and egos to compensate for a lack of self-esteem too, which kind of is... No, I think, you know what? I'm going to pull back. Ah, oh, damn it. This is such a like delicate subject, but a lot of people... So, so there's people that have self-esteem and reaches a level that is so high that it turns into ego. And there's people that lack self-esteem so much that sphere that little ball of self-esteem they got to compensate with something and they will resort to having massive egos to protect themselves so that's why you see guys are like you insult them and you say something like weird or you try to get close to their boyfriend or their girlfriend or whatever and they get like all tough and protective and they gotta prove to you that they're these massive big guys that can't hurt anything but they're actually like they look tough and hard on the outside but they're you know they're sensitive and emotional people on the inside they just want to look tough because you know it's a self-defense mechanism people mostly display their egos on the internet very good but in real life they are not like that uh, oh yeah, you sure. bark with no bite. There's a difference between well, being like, on. That's what I said mm -hmm. first. It's like the, it's well. The first thing is what I'm trying to say is that it's the internet, where reality yeah. ends where you log in. Lots of folks, you know, still haven't figured that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very true. Well, I mean, second, second. Well, I'm almost done. Uh, second, some people only <laughs> want power. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. And they don't really care in the size how they obtain it, and that can be very dangerous. Most of them, especially in the political office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do have massive egos. But the thing is, when you're in politics, you need to be soft and sensitive to people for people to elect you. But you get backstabbed so many times by friends and foes and coworkers that you need to... To develop some really resilience so you'll see that a lot of politicians they have some level of narcissism uh they need to balance this out uh my husband being involved in politics he's trying to be a good guy the sensitive guy but he's getting backstabbed constantly and he's struggling with that part um but yeah, usually like massive egos are characterized by people that were mistreated. Uh, they were being told shit when they were kids. Um, they were bullied at school. So at some point, they develop they deva they develop uh, a big ego to compensate for like um, God, what's the word from pain of the past of their previous experiences and thing. I'm struggling right now. I apologize. It's good. But, um, As a person who, you know, most when you think of the popular kids in high school, you think the, who are the popular kids in terms of a group? Who, yeah, what comes to the mind? bullies? What, or the, the bullies? Well, no, not jocks. Usually, they are the I'm, hierarchy. I, in terms I, of, I'm, meh, I had s some people from different physical. Um, appearances have being bullies. I had I've seen some skinny guys bullies, some guys in the football team bullies. I've seen guys that were overweight that were bullies. I mean, 
it, it varies quite a bit it depends on your school maybe in canada is different from the united states honestly i think we're pretty much similar there's not a lot of difference actually it could be you know i still believe like deep down those people that follow their ego are just trying to fill a void somewhere in their life by materialistic possessions or treating people like doormats i've seen yeah. that before because at home they're being mistreated by their father family so you've seen this in movies probably I've seen it in real life, like, too. Well, yeah. Well, Breakfast Club, the big tough guy that is all strong and stuff, at home, he's he's being treated like shit by his father. But he's very smart. He's smart, Very though. smart. Yeah. So, I think we're gonna... Well, oh, well, I was gonna continue, because I actually like talking about this. <laughs> oh, well, you can, we can go for a few minutes. Okay. Go ahead. Oftentimes... I would say the egotistical ones are also the ones that actually benefit others most. Um, people enjoy that, that the, say, the high quality yet expensive bakery and bakery CEO is successful kind of thing. Meanwhile, the person asking for donations for some good cause, cause is a scene as a nuisance. You know where I'm going with mm -hmm. this? Yeah. This, this obviously does not account for, like, all cases of, or even a majority, but there are a lot of people who know they provide immense value to society and can, therefore, quote-unquote, afford to be egotistical, while there are many others who know they are not so valuable and, therefore, make a big show of how, quote-unquote, good they actually are. Hmm. That's or I see a lot of furries do. They didn't. They try to quote unquote say they're that good. I've seen that with some popular furries when they're really <laughs> not that good. <laughs> yeah, that's like they're a bit too overconfident, and they believe yeah. that they're right. That's where the narcissistic trait comes shows uh, into play. I mean, ego and narcissism are things that are really close. I mean, this is a subject studied by by a lot of people and with high college degrees and university they do this for 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 multiple years studying this type of behavior and if like the social aspect of of these things but yeah yeah but yeah, uh so yeah so i think we're gonna call it off for uh for this <clears throat> part uh this first part uh, um I mean, this is probably going to be a long episode, so we're going to invite you to join us on part two next week. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, anything you would like to say, Fiction or Whiplash? I want to say you're doing pretty well on doing the introductions and ending it. It's oh God, pretty good. I still feel like I'm struggling, but thank you. Oh, I'll trust me, it. I was at first. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, but just so what are you gonna do? Just remember everyone, hit that like button, follow, and press the ring door, whatever it's called, the bell, the notifications whenever you upload the video. Otherwise, I'll come smash your chocolate. No, wow, not the, chocolate. not the chocolate. Oh, not the chocolate, please. It's my favorite. You like that? Oh, and make sure chocolate. to follow us on all other audio programs we have as well. There's too many to name off, <laughs> so just go find one. <laughs> I need to find a proper way to call these out because they're very difficult. <laughs> so yeah, so you guys have a lovely day. Take care of yourself. Learn to love yourself for who you are. You're amazing just the way you are. You guys have a good night. Good night, everyone. Bye.